is from Isaiah, Isaiah the eighth chapter. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the heart brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release the, to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor in the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins they, sh they shall raise up the formal devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations, and their offsprings among the peoples all who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes with its own in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. The psalm for today is Psalm 126, read by verse. When the Lord restored the fortune of Zion, they were we like those who dream. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water courses of Nega. Those who go out weeping, carrying the seed, will come again with joy, shouldering their sheaves. The second lesson is from 1 Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of the prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. This ends the reading of the second lesson.
Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory to you. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Welcome, New Star. You're looking nice and bright this evening. Thank you, Old Star. I've been working on my shininess. Good job, and this is a great night for us all to look our best. Why is that? Because it's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what's Christmas? You know about Christmas? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're a brand new star. This is your very first Christmas. Yes. Is it your first Christmas, too? Oh, no. I've seen over 2,000 of them. Wow, 2,000? Is that a lot? Well, yes, it is. In fact, I am old enough to tell you about the very first Christmas, and I can explain why we still celebrate it, even after all these years. Oh, please do. I want to hear all about it. Okay, to start, we have to go back before the first Christmas and visit a little place called Nazareth. Is Nazareth a place in the sky, you know, up in space? No, it's a place down on the earth that on that little bitty planet right down there. You mean the one over by Jupiter? No, no, the one further to the right. You mean Pluto? I didn't think it was still a planet. No, not Pluto, to the right, your other right. You mean the little blue and green one, the one between Mars and Venus? Exactly, and look, right over there, that is the town of Nazareth. Oh, who is that pretty lady? That's Mary. She is a virgin, and she is pledged pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. Joseph is a carpenter, and and he is also a righteous man. What is he doing? Building something. Carpenters are always building something. 
I hope it's a cradle. I think you're getting ahead of our story. Who's that other guy? He's all shiny like us. That's Gabriel. He's an angel. He has come to talk to Mary. Let's listen. Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. What does all that mean? The angel told Mary that she's going to have a baby. Who will be the son of God? And what did Mary say? She said yes. Oh, good. Now what? I like Mary. She seems very nice. Oh, she is. After the angel left her, Mary hurried to visit her cousin Elizabeth. When Mary arrived, she found out that things were just like the angel had told her. Mary seems really happy to see Elizabeth. Just, and just think, Elizabeth is going to have a baby in her old age. It, it, it was a miracle. <laughs> yes, and Mary wasn't the only one who was happy. Elizabeth was happy too. Listen to what she said to Mary. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for a long visit and then returned home to Nazareth. But by now, it was more obvious that she was going to have a baby. Uh-oh, what did Joseph say? Well, Joseph knew the baby wasn't his, but since Joseph was a righteous man, he decided to put Mary, Mary away privately. But after he had consider, considered these things, God sent an angel to speak to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from all their sins. All of this was done in the fulfillment of the ancient prophecy. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Immuel. Oh, and the name Immuel means God with us. Wow, that's a great name. What did Joseph do when he woke up? He did just what the angel had told him to. Okay, so what happened next? Next, there was a little drama that went on in Rome. Caesar, the Roman ruler, ordered that everyone had to be counted.
Why would he do that? Something about taxes, whatever those are, but in order to be counted, everyone had to go back to their family's hometown. Sort of like a family reunion? A little bit, but without the games or potato salad. That's too bad. I love potato salad. Did they have cookies? I love cookies. I don't think so. Then it really wasn't much like a family reunion at all. No. In fact, for Mary and Joseph, it was a pretty long and difficult trip, especially since Mary was expecting a baby. Where did they have to go? They went to a little town called Bethlehem. You mean that little bitty town over there in the middle of nowhere? That's the one. It was the birthplace of Joseph and, uh, Joseph's ancestor, King David. Wait a minute. Bethlehem, isn't that the one they sing about? The one they call a little town of Bethlehem? Yes. I really like that song. They even sing about it, about how the silent stars go by. Listen, I think someone's going to sing it now. Please join us, uh, green number 41. They can really sing, but listen, I thought this was a story about the first Christmas. When did we get to the part about the, the tree and the star? There was no tree on the first Christmas, but there was a star. Where? We're getting there. First, we have to hear more about Mary and Joseph. Okay. So Joseph went to Bethlehem to be counted, and Mary went with him. Look, Mary and Joseph have arrived in Bethlehem. I hope they have somewhere nice to stay. Mary looks very tired. You, you're right, but there was no room for them in the inn, so Mary and Joseph stayed in a stable. A stable? Do you mean like for cows and horses and goats and sheep? And yep, Mary and Joseph stayed in a humble stable. There, Mary had her baby, and she wrapped him in, in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Why did they put the baby in a manger? It was probably probably the safest and best place they had for him. I'm sure that Joseph lined it with fresh new hay and stood watch over Mary as the baby and the baby during the night. What did they name the baby? They named him Jesus, which means the Lord saves. And now for the first time up in the sky, there was a new star announcing the birth of the Messiah. Look, I think they're going to sing again. They do that a lot at Christmas time. You get used to it.
Wow, that was a really great song. Just think, a new star in the sky. How wonderful, how glorious. No one on earth could have missed that. It's amazing that not only did people miss the Messiah then, but that they still miss him today. Maybe it's because they aren't really looking for the Messiah. But God didn't rely on a single new star to announce the birth of his son. He also sent an angel to, to tell a group of shepherds all about it. Of course, it really frightened the shepherds to suddenly see an angel. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord and will be assigned, will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared within the angel praising God and saying, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem to see this thing that happened. Okay. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph in the baby who was lying in the manger. When, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Please join us in green number 71. That's the story of the first Christmas and the star. Yes, but there's more to the story. Look over there in the east. Who are those guys? They are three wise men, but they call them. But they can tell us themselves. Orient 
David's awful. Field and fountain, moor and mountain, following the yonder star. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are they saying? It's from an old song about three, the three wise men. But they are saying that they are three kings from the east and that they've traveled a long way to get here. Oh, I get it. And they saw the new star and they followed it because they were wise enough to know that they meant that the Savior has been born. That's right. Listen, I think they're going to sing about it. Please join us in, uh, with one voice, number 646. Six hundred and forty-six. the kings and look they brought presents who are they for the gifts are for baby jesus the gold they are gold frankincense and mirth gold because jesus is the king frankincense because he is the high priest and mirth because of his sacrifice hey where are they going bethlehem's over here hey fellas you're going the wrong way the baby's over there they're going to jerusalem to the place to look for the king of the jews but why? The baby is in Bethlehem, over there. He was born in a stable. They went looking for the baby. They weren't. They went looking for the baby king in a play, in a palace, but they didn't find him there. Who did they find? Well, unfortunately, they met an evil man named Herod, who was a local local ruler. Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? Where is the one who has been born of king of Jews? Over in, over in the east we come to worship him. When Herod had heard all of this, he was greatly distressed, and all of Jerusalem with him. He called in the Jewish chief priests and, all, and the teachers of the law and asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, 
in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, come and tell me, so that I may come and worship him too. So the wise men went on their way, and the star and the star had, they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the, the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they gave him their gifts and went back to their own countries. But having been warned to, in a dream to not go back to Herod, they went home a different way. Why didn't they go back to see Herod? Because Herod didn't really want to worship Jesus. He wanted to destroy him. That's horrible. Yes, it was. What happened to the baby Jesus? An angel was sent to warn Jesus, Joseph in a dream to take his family away to Egypt where they would be safe. They, they escaped into the night before Herod found them. That's wonderful. Is that the whole story? There is a little bit more. When it was safe to return, the child Jesus and his family traveled back to Nazareth where he was raised. Jesus was the Son of God, and he did all of the things that were prophesied about him. He lived a perfect life and died on the cross for all sin and rose again to live forever. Now he sits at the right hand of God the Father, and one day he will come to judge the world. That's amazing. And how do you know all of this? Oh, I saw it all from up here in the sky. For you see, I'm, I am the new star that appeared that night. Really? You are the new star, but you're so old. So, so is the story, over 2,000 years old, but it is still true today as it was on that very first Christmas. And that's why we still, we still celebrate Christmas today. That's amazing. Thank you for telling me the story. I think I will shine a little brighter now that I know all of this. Well, you know what King David said, The heavens declare glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Yeah, well said. Hey. Is that the same King David? Yes, King David, the ancestor of Joseph, the one who was born in Bethlehem all those years ago. Wow, I like that guy. He, was a, he has a real way with words. Okay, so what now? Looks like it's time for another song. And cookies? I love cookies. Yes, yes, we'll get you some cookies. Come on. Green number 65. 